Hello and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Dune. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend and co-host, Steve. Steve? Well? We made it past second week, buddy. We did. We fucking did it. Second week, man. Second week is over. But for you, all you listening to this, that's, it's not your second week, is it? No. No, no, no. For we've all You're all binging this in one day. We've all that's not what I mean. We've all been alive, you know, for many oh. weeks. Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm going, you know? It's just like it's our second week, but everyone it's you know, it's much more than their second it's week. It's a it's it's way more than their second so, week. I'm just trying uh, to relate. I guess so. I'm just out here trying to relate. Yes. Second week is wrapping up and we're wrapping up with uh a uh, chapter that's the juxtaposition or the uh, uh, just another scene happening inside the castle at the same time at the as our last chapter was happening. So our last chapter, we were with Paul. He's uh, fucking around with a hunter seeker. Found a hunter seeker. That shit against the wall. Yep. Uh, this chapter, we're on the flip side of that, looking through uh, Jessica's eyes and where she's at in the castle. So this chapter starts off with her kind of just fucking moseying about. Just yeah, she just sort of walks around, what, and that's what uh, most of this chapter is, and that's what I've named this chapter, Jessica Walks. Jessica Walks Around. Because you know what? Uh, she really does. I had a name for this chapter, too. Maybe it was the next chapter that I had the name for, but I can't remember. Anyways, Jessica finds a fucking door in in the building somewhere, and it's in the shape of a, an, as an oval, and she goes like, why that door be oval? Why that door be oval? She's like, I'm going to check that door out. That oval door. She goes up to it and she notices that uh, the door has a uh, a palm lock. And this is actually kind of a really sweet, like, sci-fi thing. I don't think it's, like, very... I don't think it's much different. You know those, like, Sorry, scanners, I'm making like, so much noise on my hand right now. My foot got, cut. My foot got tangled in a cord. Oh, good lord. <laughs> you know those, like, handprint scanners on a uh like on like in like video games and sci-fi television and shit like that yeah so i think the palm lock is kind of like that uh but it's actually uh it's actually much more tactile instead of like taking a print and uh and an ai like reading the print and like looking for the new nuances it's actually much more of like a physical print that you can uh, that you can place your hand. So like what Jessica does here is she kind of like I think she like transfigures her hand in a way to like fit the palm lock. You know, I didn't quite understand it. You didn't get that. Oh, uh, yeah. She kind of like I the, from my understanding, like her she transforms her hand to fit the to fit the lock and it unlocks the door and she's like what what is this place and it opens up to uh like an airlocked fucking another airlock door more doors she opens that motherfucker up more doors uh she opens that chapter up and she walks into a conservatory a conservatory where it's like it's a fucking uh they're growing. Forest. They're growing weed, everyone. <laughs> they're growing a fuck ton of spice weed, baby. They're growing spice. They're growing cilantro. And this just leads into like another Basil. another fucking oregano. 
thing about tomatoes, potatoes, <laughs> radish, corn. <laughs> you dense? Green beans. <laughs> uh, Green beans. She. This this leads into another fucking bit that we've been like. Maybe it's just because of like it's I'm at the end of the day today and so I'm already tired. But like it's another fucking like page or two dedicated to the fact that this takes up a lot of water and water is very precious. Water is so precious water. that it can, it can do this, 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 this. It is um can't can't waste the water. Water is wealth. Water is status. Water is status. Wealth. Everything. Uh, Sususuk. That's water. Sususuk. Uh, Ikute. Ikute. That's water. If you're really baller, you wear a suit. Of, you wear a suit made of water. Oh, you become water you know, man to the or, Grammys, or as some might say, an Aquaman, man of aqua. Some might. I wouldn't say that because <laughs> it's infringing on copyrighted IP. I'll say whatever I want about Aquaman. I'm the only one that liked that fucking movie. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Fish brought there's probably some fish that liked it. It's me and the octopus that played drums in that movie. An octopus played played drums in that I'm movie? I'm telling you all. There's an octopus that plays drums in Aquaman. And it's amazing. It's like a it's a split three second thing. What kind of drums? Steel drums? Bongos. Lots of bongos all Con- around him. Underwater? Underwater. How's that work? Are they made of shells or something? There are, no, that he's uh, he's got real bongos. Went to t- uh, Long McQuaid, got him. They're from Long McQuaid. <laughs> got him fine. He financed him. He got a good deal. Yeah, he got a sweet deal. He got a good deal. You he's know. like, where else am I gonna get? It's like twenty bucks a month for eighteen months. <laughs> yeah, but it's a full set. Like, where where am I gonna? El- where else am I gonna get this deal for eight bongos? Like, I can't. You can't just wish for that to happen. All of them. And yeah, it's a there's wonder- no Long McQuaids under the ocean. Yeah, so he There's had no to pull the trigger on at all. That. He's like, you so know what? Quaid's just a Canadian music store. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially like the Walmart of music stores. It is so big that like a lot of you musicians. I'm just going to I'm going to say is that the name is terrible. I hate it. I've always always have. Really? I've never really thought of the name. I th- it's just names. The name is just names. Yeah, like Jerry Long and David McQuaid. Oh, that's probably their fucking names too. Is that their names? I don't know, but it sounds pretty close. It might be. <laughs> it might be. They should have just called it like "Get Your Music Here." <laughs> we got music. We got musics. Get the music coming. Know. What am I even saying? Oh, we're so talking Jessica, about Jessica. Here, the important thing is that Jessica walked into a door. Yeah, she walked and into <laughs> walked into a door. I door. found a garden, and uh, she finds a note that is the. Uh, uh, letter to her first she's like what is this garden thing doing here is this a gift from uh the duke or like what's going on here and then she finds out through this letter that she finds it's that this is the private garden of lady fenring who was the proxy for or the wife of the of man fenring who who was they the term that they use is proxy for the harkonnen uh uh ownership of Arrakis, so he was the guy that was in charge of Arrakis. He was taking care of business. He was taking care of business down there, and now he's ousted. But uh, Lady Fenring and 
uh, Jessica, they, I don't think they have like a relationship, but I think they have like an understanding because Lady Fenring in this message, at first it says something along the lines of, I'm actually going to pull it up. I'm going to read what she says here. This is actually kind of interesting. To the Lady Jessica, may this place give you as much pleasure as it has given me. Please permit the room to convey a lesson we learned from the same teachers. The proximity of a desirable thing tempts one to overindulgence. On that path lies danger. So Jessica reads that and she's like, hold on a minute. Wait a second. There's a little, there's a little, uh, there's a little tidbit for me in here. Because they're both Benny Jesuits. And there's a little secret code. Secret code. And she's there's like. There's an upside down pyramid with an eyeball in it. And she's like, what the fuck? Something's wrong here. The secret Benny exactly Jesuit code. She knows exactly <laughs> <laughs> the the secret code actually was the was the phrase was the last sentence in that letter was on that path lies danger now i, I didn't really do any research onto that phrase at all but i'm just, i think it's just exactly but i'm pretty what. sure it's a secret code <laughs> no like it's gotta be it sounds to me like a secret of some sort it's it's a secret code that's used for all Bene Gesserit. I thought that was kind of cool. Like it, it, there's always like a sense of con- like you you will always be like warned if you read the line on that path lies danger. If somebody says to you on that path lies danger or something of like that. So you'd be like, "Ooh, that's a secret code." And uh EG. And then she looks for and I think she finds a like uh almost like a braille a hidden message inside the letter as well. I think it's on the back side of the letter. So she has to read it with her fingers. But like with special Benny Jesuit fingers. This is special Benny Jesuit. Yeah, special fingers. Yeah, yeah. Not real fingers. You can fingers. do all sorts of things. <laughs> oh, geez. And uh she reads the hidden message and it turns out that it's um a warning that the fact of the fact that there are hidden weapons inside Paul's room, the one that's been specifically designed for it to to entice a little, little late for that yeah yeah because almost immediately after she reads it she wa- runs to the door and paul walks in and he's like do you yeah, know the shit seekers sticking out of his head <laughs> he's like do you know he's what dead. kind of fucking shit was going on there oh i totally forgot something at the beginning here there's a little uh uh interaction between shadow mapes shadow mapes mapes there you go uh, <laughs> uh, Shadow Mapes and Lady Jessica and uh, La- Shadow Mapes comes up to Jessica and she's like, "Hey, there's uh the Duke's men here to take your to take Paul to go meet the Duke for training or whatever." And she's like, and Jessica says, "Oh, he's in his room. He's asleep right now." Yui. Put him, gave him like a sleeper agent. If he doesn't wake up immediately, give him a wake shot. Quote, unquote, a wake shot. And I was like. That's just when they uh, throw tequila in your eye. (laughs) They open up your eye while you're asleep. Just pour a shot of tequila right in there. Wake up. It'll wake up. It'll wake up. And the thing is, you always need another one to balance it out. Because you've got to get the other eye. Otherwise, it's just, it's not. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Oh, yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, I thought. Like, this is a drug. So, like, Yui just drugs Paul when he's tired. Like, oh, you know what? Nap time. <laughs> like you said. That yeah, but episode. Yui is not. Like, Yui, we know Yui is unsavory. I know. But, like, it was, like, so accepted. Jessica was like, oh, yeah, you drugged my son. Now he's sleeping. 
you know, we were done the lesson. Like you said, nap time. Nap time. It's, we're yeah, done I mean. And then yeah. this time, this time, it's so Shadow sweet. Mapes is like, Shadow Mapes is like, oh, I got to go wake him up. And she's like, yeah, drug him up. Wake him up. It get, there's a little adrenaline shot. Or like in your case, tequila in the eye. Yeah, well, it was the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the first same thing, thing I think I'd like to say is uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Mapes quick. Shout but out to Mapes. Also that uh, it's definitely a drug. And uh, everyone I'm pretty sure in Dune is high on drugs. I'm starting to realize. And I'm pretty sure Dune, all of it should just be called drug. <laughs> it's all about drugs. Yeah. That's well, we'll see Frank you next Herbert. time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about Frank Herbert's writing. Like, not just this book, but I, I read a little bit of uh, God Makers. And not that there's drugs in that, but it's all following this, like, very psychedelic, uh, above consciousness theme. At least in my my interpretation and understanding of it. Because he might have books that are just straight up not about that at all. It's about a guy living in a, in a, in a cabin eating wood. It's called wood. Eating pieces of salami. <laughs> it's called how many fucking pieces of salami can Jerry eat? <laughs> New York Times bestseller, 10,000 copies. <laughs> how many fucking slices of salami do you eat? It's a good book. <laughs> yeah, it was on a billboard on your way back from Ontario. <laughs> Yeah, that's something different. That's something different. Oh God, that's good. Why was that? Why was that so funny to me? Anyways, I find that deli meats are always hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess do. so. Cold yeah. cuts. Cold cuts, baby. Cold cuts are funny. Just scream ham. You can just scream ham. Ham is anywhere. hilarious. Salami is hilarious. <laughs> Turkey is hilarious. Turkey. The term cold cuts is funny. Uh, pepperoni. Roast beef isn't that funny, but if you say roast beast, Ooh. which I I personally like to say, it's kind of fun. <laughs> oh, I said man. that in the Grinch. Laugh right. I remember the Grinch. The Grinch said that. Yeah. Called the roast beast. That's kind of funny. That is pretty fucking good. That's a that is comedy gold right there. Oh man, where were we? Oh yeah. Uh, Paul walks into the door and he's like, "My, you're like ten pages behind us here. Let let me catch you up." Hunter Seeker tried to kill me. Throw it. I think he throws it in the water or something, and she's like, "Don't touch that anymore." Something like that, which is, uh, yeah, they got rid of it. So, they like, threw it into the drinking water. I was thinking about this when I was reading this chapter, and just going through the Baron's plan and keeping the scorecard, and uh, things are coming up Baron right now. It's uh, things are all coming up Baron, but we've only even we haven't even seen the Baron in like since chapter two. I don't think we're going to see Baron for quite a while yet. We're going to get like one more chapter with him and then he's going to disappear again. And then he's like, hmm. but the, 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 um, the presence that he leaves in the book, even in these early chapters is, uh, insurmountable, you know? Hmm. And not just saying that because hmm. a big guy, he's not just insurmountable oh. because he's big. Um, so, Paul and Jessica start talking about the Hunter Seeker and the fact that there's somebody coming after them right now uh, and coming after Paul. And I can't remember who they, brings it up, but but they start they suspecting a that... game of uh, guess who. They start suspecting, like, who might be 
the traitor among them because I believe uh, uh, Jessica is still like holding on. I think it said in the in the uh, the letter that there might be a traitor among us or traitor among uh, the Dune. Didn't fa- shout out the, Mapes the and the shout out Mapes exactly. Yeah. And so, then it's this this book's great because then Jessica just proceeds to like go through everyone. And, yeah, this uh, is and and rule them all out. Yeah, everyone. I think the one. person that they land on the the most is uh, Howat. Yeah, How, okay. Howitt... Here's a fun little thing that happened to me when doing this one. So, um, <clears throat> you know, still haven't uh, still not sleeping great, everyone. So you know that's you know. I'm hanging in there. I'm and, uh, today I uh, I had to bang. I had to get this, read this chapter, and uh, I've been reading most of the chapters. But I did the audiobook today, and I was a little, uh, you know, I was listening, I was, uh, I was doing my thing, and then I started to say like, "Who's this Howard guy they're talking about?" <laughs> and I went on for a few minutes thinking that there was a character <laughs> named Howard. Howard. And when Howard? Jessica couldn't believe that Howard was betraying her. How could and, Howard ever uh, do that? I can and, just imagine uh, you. You're like, hold on. You don't have to Howard. imagine me. Because I'm telling you right now that I was incredibly confused. Um, but I actually just was like, I accepted it and was like, I guess it was a character named Howard. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's Dune. Anything had happened, I guess. Howard. All right. And then I, a little, a few minutes later, I remembered Howard. And I realized there's a switcheroo there. <laughs> anyways <laughs> carry on riveting um yeah she starts suspecting that how it might be the 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 culprit here and she stays on how it uh more than anything because she thinks that it's either that how it might have done this on purpose or he is getting tired in his old age and getting just not nearly as efficient or as effective as he used to be but he it's also like it's been a crazy week man everybody's they've moved planets uh they gotta take care of every like th- th- a whole population of people on a planet that's their responsibility now they have to understand how the spice works because the harkonnens probably destroyed what, uh, yeah they they had to, keep they had finding to figure out how important water is yep and Harkonnens, the Harkonnens were the last ones there, and they didn't supply any fucking information for them. They probably burnt it. They were just like, fuck you, you guys deal with it and figure it out from there. So, obviously, how it's a little uh, on edge. And um, she was thinking about, I think, I'm reading my notes here, and my notes are just like uh, a summary that I found on the internet because I was too lazy to write down my own notes. She she eventually comes to the to the belief that maybe Howitt didn't do it and that the letter instead, like you said, like she runs through the gauntlet of everybody, even Yui, and rules them all out as potential traitors to the family. And she was thinking that maybe the letter uh, that said um, that there was a traitor among them was put in there to sow distrust between the House of Traities and everybody pointing fingers at each other, which is... Which could be true, uh, but it's not. It's not. It's not. There's definitely shit. There's shit afoot. We know that Yui has a shit. Did we talk about this last chapter? I can't remember if we did or not. Did Yui? Do you think Yui was sitting outside Paul's room controlling the Hunter Seeker? 
Yeah, we did talk well, about this, and yes. Yeah? I mean... Someone was um, controlling it. We find out later in this chapter that we like the guy that was controlling it uh, was killed. They found him and killed him uh, during an act, during like a kerfuffle or something. Like uh, after they stopped, after Jessica and Paul stopped talking, they about just say it. we found him and he died. And they, we found and him. Died. Did you get him? And they're like, nope. He got he he died. It was he was like it was an accident or like there was a kerfuffle. We had we had. They a don't say the word kerfuffle. Stop saying that. <laughs> They don't say that. Obviously, not a Dune word. We had a tussle, yeah, and he died. <laughs> that's that's better. That is better. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what happened. So, like, it could have been uh, another Harkonnen agent just hanging around the family. It could have been a guy Yui planted, or used uh, other means to entice him to control it, or. Maybe it was Yui all along, and, and it was Yui. And he, I don't think Yui would be that brash. Like, it's got to mm. be this other dude. It's got to be. Mm. Like, I, I don't think Yui Could would be. know. Yui would know this guy exists because, like, the trigger that Yui pulls, according to the Baron's plan, has to be pulled at a very, very specific point. Like a very specific point. So, yeah. uh, I think it's probably this guy's working on it on his own. It was just another, another person among the Atreides ranks that was betraying the Atreides for the Harkonnens. Um, because of this fact, uh, that this letter could be sowing distress among House Atreides, Jessica tells Paul not to tell anybody but the Duke about her suspicions at the moment. And Paul's like, okay, and he leaves with the guard that entered uh, to go see his father, wherever he is. I, I can't remember. They, they, he's got to go do stuff with his dad. Dune dad. He's got to go real dune, dune stuff go, with his dad. He's got to go dune stuff with his dad. Um, and the chapter ends with um, Jessica looking out to the shield wall from the uh, windows that are in and there's like a little bit about the windows but it's not really worth mentioning they turn this they turn the sun yellow yeah yeah yes yes they do <laughs> that's what the, that's what those windows do and uh jessica's looking at the shield wall the sh- uh the 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 mountain line that's uh guarding or that not surrounds eric Keen, but like it's a mountain range and she sees fucking <laughs> little lights don't fucking well, laugh at me. Well, well, uh, hey, you're just bringing joy into all of our hearts. How about that? So I'm, I'm trying. I'm How fucking trying, man. You can see these little fucking lights. See that? Like that big. All right, so, uh, that's it. Right? Yeah, Jessica sees sees lights out in the mountains, and uh, apparently there might be Harkonnen agents communica- communicating to each other with lights. And that's it. I'm done. They're doing the flashlight thing. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. Turn your flashlight on a couple times. Once for yes, two for no, three times for help, four times for bring me some pizza. Yeah. Well, everyone, uh, it's the end of the week, so I think it's a good time for us to remind all of y'all that we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, and you guys need to be talking to us on there because we're bored. And we need you. And we love you. So you can get us at, a, at us on Twitter at uh, Chat by Chap, 
or Instagram at chapter by chapter podcast. And of course, you can email us at chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com. I just want to say to the email, we've been getting actually some real recipes, and some of them are fucking bangers. Yeah, so uh, we've said for a long time you can send us anything. And, uh, you know, I've always slipped it in. And maybe you can send me a couple recipes. And they've been coming in, and I am delighted. It's made my Uh day. It is fantastic, and I can't wait to explore some of these recipes. I don't know. I feel like I should be live streaming myself. Or recording myself in some way. I feel like a next. I feel like I should just make next time we do an episode. I should just make chicken wings in the middle of it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I'll just record <laughs> my chicken. Like... In my, I'll just record my chicken as I'm making kitchen wings. All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you next time. Uh, we'll catch you next week. For cha- what is it? For chapter eleven of Doom.